Okay. I got the 401, the 401. Sipping lemonade while I shake. guys it is Kayla got the 411 back today to give you guys a new what's the 411 video now rapper Asian doll she put up a very controversial tweet and it has really started a deep discussion between us as black women when it comes to colorism some of you are saying well it's not the right time to talk about this it's never a wrong time to talk about racism colorism and sexism okay this is the perfect time with everything going on right now with the protests we are very vulnerable as black women so why not talk about it let's go ahead and talk about it. i feel like we as black women are way overdue when it comes to a therapy discussion we have so many things that we have dealt with in our childhood we are now bringing it to our adulthood and it is affecting us now this tweet that asian doll put up she talked about how light-skinned women bullied her and you know how they are not really for the black lives matter and i truly feel like if she would have worded this tweet differently then this whole conversation could have went way different in her thread. But what happened was light-skinned women started saying, hey, well, don't act like we don't get bullied. We've been bullied by you all. Then dark-skinned women are saying, hey, this is not about you. So it has it has started a, a really negative discussion that doesn't need to be negative. It needs to be positive. But what we have to do as black women, we have to learn to understand each other's point of view and what we also need to do we need to learn how to heal because we are bringing so much of this baggage into our adult life you know if someone bullied you when you was a child okay if a light-skinned girl bullied you when you was a child it does not mean that all light-skinned girls are stuck up and that they think they're better than dark-skinned women not all of them feel like that. But when you don't heal from certain things that hurt you, when things traumatize you as a kid, I remember being bullied when I was in kindergarten. I still remember it to this day. Like, it, it traumatized me to the point where I didn't even want to go back to school. I was just petrified to get back on the school bus. So certain things, when they affect you and they traumatize you, it's hard to heal from. But when you don't heal, it starts to affect you as an adult and you start stereotyping people who don't need that if you get what i'm saying so this topic of the colorism i'm going to be talking about this today with you guys i ain't no therapist but i can do the best i can because it's definitely a discussion that we need to talk about i'm going to be giving my point of view from what the dark-skinned women are probably feeling and what the lighter-skinned women are probably feeling i feel like i'm a brown-skinned woman shit i'm in between that might as well like i feel like i could be the mediator okay even though i never experience colorism but i damn sure saw it and i've seen it from both sides so let's get into this from a dark-skinned woman's point of view i don't care what nobody says but dark-skinned women definitely get treated differently than light-skinned women okay when it comes to jobs when it comes to dating and who fault is that is it the light-skinned girl fault? No, it is not her fault. And we as brown-skinned women and dark-skinned women have to stop trying to make light-skinned women feel bad for how they look, okay? What that does, it all piggybacks on self-esteem and confidence, okay? This is why we as all women, 
need to work on our self-confidence and our self-love. Because when you don't love yourself, you will start nitpicking things about yourself and you'll start saying things to other people that you don't need to, okay? So, it is pretty obvious when you hear these rappers talking about, oh, you know, they need a foreign chick, mixed chick, red bone. There's been certain situations where many of dark-skinned women have felt like an outcast when they went on video shoots where the rapper didn't want to put them in the video. He wanted the light-skinned girls. I've seen it myself when I've been at clubs and, you know, the guys, here's a beautiful group of brown-skinned women. They're headed into the section, but one of the guys catches a group of mixed girls or, you know, red bones or whatever the hell they call y'all. Okay, I, I don't know. It's called, this say light-skinned women. I hate when they give light-skinned girls names like red bones. It's, it's called light-skinned women, okay? I, I hate nicknames. I gotta think of nicknames. But anyways, so I've seen it, you know, when in the clubs, I've seen certain situations where there's beautiful, beautiful dark-skinned women and they're looking at these guys, but these black guys aren't paying them no attention. They're paying attention to the lighter-skinned women, okay? Who fault is that? That's not the light-skinned woman's problem. A lot of these problems goes back from years to slavery time, where the slave master, he wanted the lighter-skinned people in the house cooking and cleaning. But the brown-skinned and the dark-skinned slaves had to be out in the yard and in the cotton field. This goes back years. And, you know, this is not to bash our black men, but... A lot of our black men is the problem with this for kind of putting this wedge in between us when it comes to us as black women. Because at the end of the day, we all black. We all go through the same thing when it comes to racism. There should not be no divide, but it is, and we need to talk about it, okay? You know, many of you dark-skinned girls out there have been bullied called all types of names by lighter-skinned women. And it traumatized you and it hurt you. And because you never healed from that, you are now an adult woman. So those same group of light-skinned girls that was calling you names, you're now a full adult woman. And now you're looking at adult light-skinned women that you don't even know, that you don't even really met like that. They had nothing to do with that situation that you went through when you was a little girl and you have this judgment in your mind based off what those girls did to you when you was a little girl. And that is not right. And that is why we have to heal from our pain. When you bring that baggage from childhood into your adulthood, oh baby, it can really mess you up. Okay? And you know, I can just imagine how light-skinned girls feel also. Always being stereotypical as this stuck up, I think I'm better than type of person. When many of them are not even like that. Many of them have dark-skinned friends. They have dark-skinned mothers, fathers. They just happen to be light-skinned. So it's not okay to treat light-skinned women differently or stereotype them just because a few girls from your childhood treated you bad. Not all of them are they're not your enemy <laughs> they're not your enemy you guys we are all black women light-skinned women are not your enemy light-skinned women dark-skinned women are not your enemy okay but why is this topic always why is it always a battle and like i said before black men are a big contribute to this now 
what a man likes in his preference, that's his decision. But what what causes controversial is when black men try to slam their dark sisters to uplift the lighter skinned women. You don't have to slam dark skinned women to make lighter skinned women feel um feel good about themselves. And what happens is when a lot of men do this, some lighter skinned women start feeling like, hey, maybe I am better than. And what that does to a lot of black, I mean dark skinned women is that they looking at the lighter skinned women as if they did something when really that guy was the one that caused that divide, if that makes sense, okay? It's not just all black men also. It's also a lot of you guys' parents. I've heard situations like this where, you know, the family has nothing but lighter-skinned siblings. And then that one dark-skinned child, they have talked about their experience and how their parents treated them differently than their siblings who were lighter than them. Even we can go to we can go the opposite way too. There have been situations where lighter-skinned people have talked about how their parents treated them differently and their siblings treated them differently because they were lighter skinned, because they came out maybe with green eyes and curly hair and their siblings had, you know, brown skin, you know, more kinkier hair. So if you all as black women stop arguing and actually talk, you will realize, hey, we have more in com um, we have more in common with what we've been going through than we ever knew. Because both sides are kind of going through the same thing. Even though it's a little different. Because, like I said earlier, I think that lighter-skinned women are treated differently than dark-skinned and brown-skinned women. But that's not their fault for looking how they look. Do it mean that they're more beautiful than us? No, it do not. At all. Because brown-skinned, dark-skinned women are beautiful hell. Look at me. <laughs> Let me stop being so catty. So, we all as black women are beautiful. But sometimes, to my light-skinned girls, kind of open your eyes and be aware of what's going on with you. Because I've seen it where, in the club, where the photographer was trying to crop your dark-skinned friend out. And sometimes you guys don't really pay attention to what's going on. You could easily say, hey, no, come stand in the middle. You're going you're gonna to make sure you get her. So what we can do as women is just help each other out. You get what I'm saying? You know? And, um, and light-skinned women are absolutely true. When it says that some of them have been bullied by darker skin and brown skinned women and you as well light skinned women you are dealing with this traumatized situation that happened to you when you was a younger girl because somebody picked on you because you looked different than everybody in your community maybe you had curly hair and green eyes and blue eyes and they made you feel out of place you cannot grow up into an adult woman looking at all brown skinned dark skinned women thinking that they all hate you and they all are jealous of you because that is not the case just because a few dark-skinned women and brown-skinned women in your community when you were growing up treated you a certain way does not mean that all of them feel that type of way, okay? Same, same. We got to stop bringing this baggage into our adulthood. Now, um, 
something that I want, a little story that I want to tell about um, a friend of mine in high school. Her name was Tanika. Now, I grew up in um, the hood, you know, and she was a biracial girl. Um, her dad raised her as a single father, but she looked it more Caucasian. Her skin was more whiter. Her hair was straight. It wasn't like, um, you know, some biracial children where their hair is like curly. Her hair was like straight, like, like white people hair. And I, me being her friend, knowing her for so many years, I met her when I was in second grade. We was friends so like we was in middle school. So me being her best friend at the time, I witnessed a lot of things that I didn't know at the time was colorism that she experienced. And I think she was almost numb to it. Like I knew it hurt her feelings. You know, for example, I'll give you an example. We... Y'all know back in the day, we used to ride your bikes. I don't know about these new kids. I was born in 1991. I'm 28. We used to ride our bikes all day. Come home, eat, and then go back outside. That's that's how we do. We used to be outside playing. And me and her was riding our bikes. She was in front of me. And we was going through this neighborhood that she lived in. It was like apartments, but we were just riding our bikes. And as we were riding, I see some girls <laughs> in the front yard of the apartment they lived in. As we're riding by, one of them yelled, white. They were just calling her all kind of names, calling her. And she just kept riding. And I'm, I'm like, who, who, who is that? You know them? She was like, girl, don't worry about it. And I was like, and that just, that wasn't the only case, but that was just a particular case. That always stuck out to me because she didn't really want to talk about it. It was almost like she was numb to it. And nobody at our school, nobody in our neighborhood looked like her. And I did notice that when we went to the mall and guys wanted to, you know, try to talk to us, most of them would always look at her. Now, did it bother me? No, it did not bother me. It never bothered me. And let me tell y'all why. Because the type of guys that was coming for her, they were mostly like lighter skinned guys light-skinned black guys, I, I wasn't really attracted to them anyways, you know. She would talk to the light-skinned guy, I would get the chocolate boy that I like, and I, ne I never had an issue with that. Know why? Because as my friend, she never made me feel less than. She never made me feel like, oh, I'm better than you because I'm biracial. She never made me feel like that. I mean, I felt bad for her the way these people would treat her. And I, and I can tell, I don't think she understood. Now that we was kids at the time, I don't think she really understood what was going on. I didn't even know it had a term called colorism. But lighter-skinned women do experience colorism. And sometimes a lot of them feel bad for looking how they look. They're looking like, okay, well, I don't want to look like this. Like, I'll heard stories that some light-skinned girls, they wish they were darker because everybody in their neighborhood was dark-skinned and brown-skinned. They just wanted to fit in. They felt like maybe if they fit in and looked like them, then they wouldn't be bullied and picked on. So if you see what I'm going with this, that both sides of black women experience the same type of issues, even though in different ways. But if we all just kind of come to just talk with one another... We will see we have more in common than we thought. And 
You know, I really wish, you know, that conversation that Asian doll had on her Twitter, it, I get where she was coming from, but her delivery, it was not white because even as a brown skinned girl, putting out that tweet like that, really aggressive. So you got dark skinned, brown skinned women who maybe feel some type of way about lighter skinned women. Here you go, you saying this, it got them riled up. Then you got lighter-skinned women, they get on their Twitter and they follow you and they see that. It comes off as you're attacking lighter-skinned women. Like you're trying to root them all as, root them all in a box. And that is where the discussion and the topic got real, real out of pocket. Okay? Listen to me. Ladies, we have to stop bringing these issues into our adulthood. And light-skinned women, nobody taken away from what you went through and the bullying that you experienced. You heard my story while I talked about my friend at the time. <laughs> nobody. <laughs> We're no longer friends. It had, it, 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 we grew apart. We ended up, it's a long story. But, uh, but nobody's, you know, what I was about to say. Nobody, don't try to downplay what you went through to try to make dark-skinned women feel um, a little softer spot. Because what you went through as well, bullying with dark-skinned women and brown-skinned women, it's important too. But sometimes when you see your dark-skinned sister, your brown-skinned sisters venting, like be there for her. You know what I'm saying? Just, just try to be supportive of her. Because... Many of you light-skinned girls, you please, please, you have to, like, pay attention to what's going on. Colorism is right there in y'all face. Some of y'all are treated better. Some of y'all are led into the club free while the dark-skinned girls have to pay. A lot of y'all dark-skinned friends are being treated differently. Y'all have siblings in y'all family who are dark-skinned who are being treated differently. You have to be really woke. You have to be woke-woke. To observe these things. Because if you don't observe these things going on in your community. When dark skinned sisters and brown skinned sisters are talking about what they get going through. You, like you're not even attached to it. Because you've kind of ignored it your entire life. To see that you know what? I am a lighter skinned woman. A woman. Why well, I said women. I am a lighter skinned woman. Okay. Well we went to the club. And I got in free. But why did they charge my friend $20? Or... Why did my mom always say I had good hair and I always called my sister hair nappy? Those type of things like that, that's what I mean, okay? And dark-skinned women, please, please stop thinking that all light-skinned girls have this type of nasty, stuck-up attitude. Because a lot of them, when you're in your childhood, that treated you bad and bullied you, a lot of them was going through something at home. And they was coming to school, coming to the playground, taking that anger and that hate out on you. Like I said before, there were some lighter-skinned children who were the only one in their family. And some of their siblings treated them terrible. So if their siblings are treating them terrible and they go to school, and here you are, a beautiful, dark-skinned, chocolate girl, and they have so much anger and hurt from their own family at home, they're taking that hurt and that anger out on you. Okay? You don't have to forget what you've been through, but don't stereotype. Don't stereotype them all in a box because it's not fair. 
It's not fair. It, it, it's not fair at all to both sides. Light-skinned girls and dark-skinned girls. Come on, we got to get over this shit. Okay, it's 2020. We all are beautiful. Let me tell you something. Black women are beautiful. We are bad, okay? From our eyes to our hair to our style to our swag to our mannerisms. Like, do y'all not understand that there are people paying money, thousands of dollars, to look like us, to have our eyes, to have our nose, to have our lips? They are going to the tanning, um, the tanning salon every day to get their skin brown like eyes, but they don't have that melanin like us. So, at the end of the day, we should be like a, a group, a gang of black women. We should always stick together. We should never, ever go against each other. Because how does that look? We should be, we should be a unit. We should be a unit. And we need to support each other. If you see your dark-skinned sister speaking out about something that she went through, support her. But also, it's okay to share your experience in a respectful way. You ain't got to put her down like, well, y'all dark skin girls did this to me. It's not about that. You get what I'm saying? And you dark skin girls, you don't have to say, y'all light skin girls and stuff. No, 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 no. Okay. So I hope, you know, this was a great conversation for you guys. I really wanted to talk about this, you know, be more serious. I'm Kayla got the 411. I can, I can be serious, you know, I can be serious. But if you have any experiences, please let me know in the comments. I'm curious to know. Um, I want to know both sides. Dark skin, light skin women. Let me know your experience in a positive way. We ain't attacking one another. We ain't slamming one another because we all are black. Okay? Got it? Okay.